Welcome to the Bucci Black Brother Network. Good afternoon and welcome to Fade of Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bucci Black Brother, and I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hello. Uh, we just finished seeing the Endgame with the Avengers, and this actual movie closes out the phase three of the Avengers. This was a three hour long movie. May sound tedious, but it actually wasn't that bad. It almost felt like you needed to see more. But, you know, it's 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 an end of an era with a lot of different things that went on. So be careful for the spoiler alerts throughout these. So, Leisha, what was your thought of the movie? I kind of thought it was, you know, it was good. I mean, it kind of filled in a lot of the blanks that was that you was kind of like what with the how it ended the last one. So it was. I said it was good. I was. It was good. So I, I really liked this movie. It wasn't like any of the other ones because it was a combination of a closeout. So when you see this movie, it goes back to certain points in the previous movies to let you know where we got the gym from who did we have to deal with what time and era that it went through so if you follow the marvel timeline it takes you right to where the movies were actually being touched on the only exceptions will probably be like ant-man and some of the, the like the hulk movie um, but everything else was within the timeline and it, it showed you where sometimes that same year they were looking for this jewel and they was looking for another jewel. Then another one was in two years later or the first time it was back with Captain America when they actually had the, uh, one of the jewels there. So it, it made it really, really interesting to say if you've been watching the movie soon as they went back. You got it. And it was kind of like, wow. And these things were going on. It even made a quick reference of the Doctor Strange um, movie before he became Doctor Strange. And it let you know that the Sorcerer Supreme, which was the um, Tilda Sweeten. I forgot what they call her. The ancient one. I'm sorry. And she was there and she was actually helping defend New York when the invasion was going on with the Avengers. So. But throughout there, it was very, very emotional. So I, I got uh, a lot of that out of it when I was watching it because there was a lot of sadness of loss. People lost a lot during that time. And you can tell. Did you did you get that feeling as well? Yeah, I did. And so it, it, it was it was really interesting with Thor. You, you saw how depressed he was. You saw how he. He just gave up and, you know, he started living a life away from everything. You you saw what happened to Hawkeye when Hawkeye was actually uh, um, became a Ronin and going around killing evil people who was hurting other people. And, and, and his logic was actually, you know, you're taking away life when half the life on this planet was taken away. So you're going to have to pay for that. You know, and he went through that. And then you saw um, Black Widow, who didn't have a family. And the only family and commitment that she had was the Avengers. And that was taken away from her. So it was a really emotional point of all of these heroes 
that was trying to cope until small little things became how do you reverse the actual process and come to find out they had to find Thanos and then once they found Thanos he got rid of the stones and it was kind of like then you can reverse things but you gotta always understand there's always a secondary plot in all the all the movies that went on so if you never watch Ant-Man you would never know about the quantum realm and then you would be like wait a minute where did this come from so that made the Ant-Man plot very essential to what was needed on this movie here so it it was really smart how they actually did all of that and how they brought everyone together so i i tried to just keep up with how things will be changing so you knew with these interviews with these reviews and with uh, everything coming up to this there's a lot of actors that their contract was going away so they would have had to move from phase three into phase four. So as they worked from phase three to phase four, you know, some people was going to be eliminated out. Now, sadly, there was some people that I really didn't think so, because based on the upcoming movies, they had to be in there, too. So I'm not going to even go into those spoiler alerts. But the emotional content, the the struggle personally with them even the, the, the action scenes when they actually occurred, the revisiting of the things in the past that you knew about, but now there was an extra layer to it, made it really, really interesting. And to, to actually do a three-hour movie that really encompassed all of that and didn't get you bored and made you kind of sit there and say, damn, I need to really look at this. It gave you all of that to be able to say, wow, OK, three hours just went by. But, man, I need to get more information. But I'm going to give you one spoiler alert. Don't wait till the end because there's nothing there. <laughs> Do not wait. Um, <laughs> the, the, the credits was long as hell. It seemed like something was coming. And then it said, IMAX, thanks for coming. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was <laughs> kind of surprising um kind of pissed me off because now you really don't know what's coming up the only movie this year that relates to endgame is the spider-man movie um far from home and that's the spider-man movie and there's going to be a couple of things just with him with new characters but you know when it when there's a new movie after a big movie the references start coming but they for some reason, it seemed like they didn't want to have any references to anything upcoming with this. And I think, I mean, here's all the speculation guys and the comic book guys and everything. But there's heroes that's going to be changing. And the word is uh, they didn't want to start promoting anything because of the acquisition of the other Marvel characters from Fox. So you don't know what that transition looks like and you don't want to give hints to certain things because you really don't know which characters are they going to bring in and which characters um, are they not going to have because they already signed on, which is kind of crazy. They signed on the Black Panther. They signed on the Black Widow. We, we already have a projected date for Doctor Strange um, and there's going to be a series on the Disney Channel with Hawkeye and there's going to be a series 
on with Loki. So we all know Loki died, but he didn't get brought back. What he did was his alternate uh, persona actually still lived. So he's a whole different person, too. So the Disney Channel is probably trying to bring in some different characters as well. So while not watching these movies, be aware that some people who they pull from the movie aspect will probably start showing up on regular series that's going to be on Disney. So here's there's a whole different phase four and beyond that's coming up that's related to TV as well as the movies. So there was some parts where it was like really, really good. Like? The women getting together. So that explain that. What women what are you talking about? The superhero they the superhero woman in the in the war scene. So who who were they? Um what is it? Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, um, Nebula, Nebula. Yeah. Then we have what's the the one who did the 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 power with her hands and eyes. Um, um, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And um, of course you had the women from um, from um, Wakanda. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, because they were defending um Captain Marvel. What about Wasp? Oh yeah, she was there, and then. Um, what about Valkyrie? As well as. Um, what about Valkyrie? Was she there? I don't remember who that was. Um, what's it? Tessa Thompson. Oh yeah, that's right. She was. You in know there. who she was? Yes, I know who she is. She's the one with Thor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Valkyrie. Yeah, and then um, the 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 one. Um, Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Yeah. That what was, the was one. she? The Iron Man. She had an Iron, Iron Man, Man suit, on. suit on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was kind of nice to see that part because they were, you know, kind of backing up um, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, yeah. So they had a whole group from that. And Gamora was with them as well. Oh, yes. Right. Gamora was there. Yeah. So there was a whole set of women that um, they, they did a good dedication doing a, a, a huge war scene with Thanos. And when you fight all his minions and all of that. But everyone had a separate group trying to keep the gauntlet away from him. Spoiler alert. But that scene was, was fantastic. Yeah, that really was. And then you kind of realize that there were a lot of women superheroes on here. But they just put them all together so you could say if you would count them all out, you would see that, well, they did have a lot of right. female characters that you just don't see them as much. They were very separated in different things. Volker was in the Thor. The Wasp was with Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wakanda was with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlet Witch was with the Avengers. Right. Um, Captain Marvel just came out. Um, uh, Gamora and Nebula was with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So you have all of these and... and Pepper was with Iron Man. So you got all of them in in separate movies, but then you turn around and say it all comes together when we need everyone against the ultimate evil. There they were at a section in the movie to say, here we come. It was a really good look, and, you know, they showed them all. That was a really good look doing that. And then another thing was is that they made, so we've seen Captain Marvel's movie, Mm-hmm. And they made they gave you the impression that she was you know was going to actually be the one to help defeat um what's his name 
Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah, so her power is powerful enough to do that, but um, not totally, um, because he's just he's just the most amazing villain in the universe. Mm-hmm. So, and she's very powerful, but it's gonna need more than just one powerful person to defeat him. So it that it showed that. So that was a um, like you said they. Pre- People assume that, thank God she's there, she'll kill Thanos. Right, right. You know what I mean? But that wasn't the case. Right, it wasn't. So that was a little bit disappointing, too. So, but overall, I thought it really was a good movie. So what would you rate it? Mm, I was thinking about that when we were driving home, what I would give it. And I said 8.5. Okay, that's still pretty good. I still rank this high. I rank it high because it really tugged at if you was a really Marvel fan, even if you was just a Marvel movie fan, you felt for the characters. So you really felt for the characters um, and, and the ones that you won't see anymore. And then if you're a comic book fan, you got a lot of things that you really felt going forward there's some things that you knew, so they, they even revealed that. You was disappointed in ways because the storyline was a little different. And there was a lot of unquestioned things. So the story still made you look forward to say, now, how are they going to keep going forward? Um, so I'm not too far from you. I didn't really want to rank it like a nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll say an 8.75. I take 25 and just lower than that. Because Infinity War blew me away because that was the true introduction of Thanos when he showed up. Right, and, and it, it kind of sh- shocked you. It, it shocked you. It shocked the, the hell how, out of you. How awesome this guy was with the combination of everybody trying to get together. So that ranked much better than this one. Not much, much better. But I think this one wasn't as, as uh, shocking. It was shocking in some ways, but... Not shocking in the excitements of the creation of characters because I'm a comic book fan as well as the movies. So my my comic book mind it gave me exactly what I wanted. I was like, yes, that's what happened in the Infinity Gauntlet series. That's some of the stuff that he they changed it. This one it didn't end like the it, comics. Yeah, did. that's what you were telling me. It's like it didn't end like the comic books had it to end, and it was just like, I mean, it wasn't. The one thing I did have to say that um, it was three hours long, but it didn't seem like it was three hours. The movie went, I mean, it just went so fast. Yeah, it was. I mean, because I thought that, I was like, because when it got to a certain point, I said, oh, this must be an hour long. You know, we only probably got through an hour of it. And next thing I know, it was almost over. Mm -hmm. And so that I did have to agree with you on how it just, just, just kept going and going. I mean, you just, it was no boring part of it. Um, but it was, I mean, to me, I wish it was just as exciting as, um, the other one. Well, I I think if you really go with this movie, it, it had to be more emotional than exciting because they were ending people. You was not going to see them. And you walked in the movie with. Who's not going to come back? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a, a, a sadness about even walking in the movie because were they able to bring some people back and not all of them? You didn't know. Were people going to die or were they going to quit? You didn't know. But you knew there was some outstanding stuff that was going to happen. And they showed the trauma from in a, in a, in a real way. With they, I think they put a lot of emphasis on the acting on it. And you kind of saw the drama. Captain America at one point was at a um, a counseling um, session with people experiencing drama. I mean, trauma in their life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was sitting in there and he was trying to help people, but he still was going through it. Itself. But he was trying to yeah. deny it by helping others. So you, you see these little things that they, they placed in the movie to kind of just... Uh, almost like therapy for people coming to the movies like, yeah, I know your soup, your hero fell, I mean, or, or died. Or you can see Iron Man, um, he, he, his whole life changed after that as well. But he still, you know, had regret and everything with his with Spider-Man, which was his um, protege, I guess. And he had that close relationship with him and um and he felt that that he lost that and he failed with him. And and when there's a portion in there where Iron Man and, and was telling um, Captain America that you you said this was going to be right. And I told you this was going to happen and you can't keep telling me stuff. You don't know what the hell you talking about. And he was like, totally, totally, you know, he was even dehydrated and malnutrition, but he was so angry um, that. You know, he was kind of like, I'm done with this. I'm truly done with this. And then and it was so the emotional part, I thought, was really, really good in here. But again, most of my Marvel movies, I want to see um, the action. <laughs> I, I just do. But I love the way the Russo brothers bringing a realistic drama into their movies, because if you've seen the previous ones and the what it was the Civil War, as well as. Um, the Winter Soldier. Those were really dramas that happened to be superhero movies. Well, you know, you saying about how they had that, uh, the, he showed that emotional part of them. Mm-hmm. That seemed more real to what the comic book was, too. Because in some parts of the comic book, they, they did show that they had some kind of emotional problem, them being superheroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't see them in a lot of the previous uh, movie Marvel movies, but I see a little bit more of it in this. So I, I think, again, I think the writing, and this is what I, I kind of really like the writing in this one, because I know why they did it, where the other ones was doing it because that's how they wanted the movie. But I think this one was totally, totally different. So I really thought that they did a good job with this. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, great movie, though. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really thought that um, the way they put things together it was it it was really something that they can um, really promote and but you don't know what's coming so that was another thing that kind of surprised us when we was there we it didn't continue on anything we know I don't know what's gonna go on so it was left at that so anywho anything else nah babe you sound great Sue thank you very much fade to black cinema see us every Wednesday every Wednesday. And we'll have our movie review. So thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on Fade to Black Cinema. Later. Bye.